Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! with part deuce of part one of part two the second part of moving from rocking down to electric avenue yeah part two electric uh, because then we're going to take you higher with the second discussion today on small business as we move from what you do with data polling ideas within your own bank your customers and then moving to helping local small business set themselves up for more success, pandemic or not, with how they can serve their customer. And I think this same discussion doubles into what banks can do and how you uh, are successful local as well. So anyway, let's move into the discussion, part two, uh, because we just kept going. So we're just going to keep going in the discussion. Welcome back. Well, so that's one to this whole conversation. Two is, and I I text you about it because I as a, as a bank and as a community-minded bank, and this is going to sound like corpse speak, you know, we love supporting small business, and we, and we do, just like every bank loves small business. I don't know if it's a beef, but my issue with small business is when, when people text and tweet and post on Facebook and whatever, stuff like, support small business, small business Saturday, go do support your small business. And I want to be like, yeah, I want to. But the small business doesn't have a website where I can find their hours or the small business doesn't have the ability for me to order something because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I don't want to go into a store when COVID positives are on the rise exponentially every day when I read in the paper. But yet I'm I'm supposed to stay home, but yet I'm supposed to go out. Well, what's what's the, the equalizer here? And it's web and online sales. Mm-hmm. Why can I not look at your store online local company, which I would love to buy from? And support you and know you and, and used to go to Rotary and Kiwanis and play golf with you and whatever. I know you. But if you can't deliver it to my front door, mm-hmm. and look, I don't care if it's you delivering it, but someone has to be delivered. If it can't come to my front door and if I can't look on your website and get at least hours, order, cost, whatever, it, it gets to where I'm just like, hey, man, like I want to support you. But you've got to step into the customer and the consumer's like and not your like. Well, but the experience of coming, the experience coming in there might mean I get sick. Yeah. Well, and it's just what I said. It's, I mean, it's not near field scanners and all that. Net. I'm not even asking for that. I'm asking for it to be delivered. I'm just. But it's infrastructure cost. I mean, at the end of the day, you're asking a business, and this this illustrates the there's a political issue with Amazon. Like, how dare you, this company, make money? during this thing. They didn't. They made a thing that was happened to be very convenient during yeah, the pandemic. It didn't just show up in March of this year. And the guy did start out in his garage in a mom and pop and he he outmaneuvered everybody. And it, that's on big scale but and and I have um, a couple employees that really challenged me on my unwillingness to poo-poo on Mr. Bezos. I was like the guy earned everything he got. And in, in my opinion, so if you stop listening or fire me because you have a counter opinion, then I'm sorry. He was a garage and made he, he was a technology play and he overcame dumb stuff. Who's buying books? So, you know, I go to my Barnes and Noble and then look Barnes and Noble and books of millions out. I don't like that consolidation in the marketplace that we're putting out. You know, we're creating monopolies. I don't like it. 
but it shows if we just sit and gripe about it and don't see it as the the tide that is either going to wash you away or lift you up, uh, it's tough. And I think this is an area where banks, if we're truly service oriented, could help its clients. Now it's going to get into some uncomfortable territory. But look, if you want that business to pay you its payment on your business installment loan or there's CRE loan or uh, their line of credit, it would behoove them to be in business. And the long play would be to help them. So, you know, is there a service we could provide? And that's where I was going with this is why haven't banks, especially in the treasury management area, picked up on some type of small business consulting and not just the consult. Not just that. You'll give them a a card swipe machine. Now, that's all done by a third party vendor or fourth party or whatever. But when a food truck pulls up with a card swipe machine, it's like. Really? Like, Mr. Business can't get that, but Joe Bob over here with his yeah. taco truck has a... I'm curious how much deposits if Square... I haven't looked at the business model of Square, but do they hold any of those deposits before? Like, you know, it's, it's all interchange fees where I'm assuming they make their money. They know by being in the middle, they'll... Well, and they get a percentage, too. Yeah. It's like 1% But imagine if you were the fee. bank that started Square and you held those deposits. Like, we've talked about... We get up and talk about speakers, and I love some of y'all that do, and some of y'all are idiots that talk about Starbucks <laughs> all the time. How much oh, money How much money they hold in the in their bank? Well, you're a bank. And, yeah, and how much listen, are you holding in We sit bank? there and we're like, yeah, that's really cool. They're a non-bank and they do that. What if you made the Square app or, you know, or whatever, but what if you just told the business owner, like, hey... You really need your business hours up. We have a restaurant client that we've maintained through this, and we've seen consumer behavior shift. I don't think we're going to wind up with a with an eat at home. Hopefully, we finally get over COVID at some point. We've got two or three, you know, vaccines. third quarter twenty twenty one. This is my call. Yeah, out there, and hopefully everything doesn't, you know, business doesn't die between now and then. We're seeing. I mean. Right now, I'm eating at places that allow me to pick it up. And now, I would just really love, I don't like the experience of getting seated and waiting. I would very much love to order my meal with my phone on the way and show up my food arrives. Oh, God, how awesome would that be? Like, my steak is check-in. Oh, you say what time you'll be there. I'll be there at 7 o'clock. I would like to eat at 710. And look, Chick-fil-A is a competitor to to everybody, I guess, but... They have it. Check in at the table. I mean, they're all shut down, you know, physically, but you scan your little near field thing at the table and prove you're there, and they bring it out to table 16. My point is, you don't even have to offer it as a true pay service or whatever, but just like, yo, dog, you like business? Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you want business in your business, you may need to open up a website. And look, anecdotally, I didn't think this would relate, but, you know, I have this side business where I sell leather goods, both sides. Very down to earth woodworking aprons for the for the blue collar crafter, and then very high end leather wallets made out of exotic leather, crocodile, alligator, whatever. For the rich one percent. Yes, the one percenters. Both have been turned down by Facebook Marketplace. One on a both on stupid things. You're too local. That's the problem. Yeah, too local. One is the alligator skin wallet. Uh, breaks their user agreement that I cannot sell live animals. And Facebook, in its infinite wisdom, cannot tell the difference between a live alligator and a skinned converted into a wallet alligator. It'll bite you. And the latest, so, it, so I've got the... the it'll, bi- it'll bite you. Uh, the, the latest one is my aprons. And I, there's a picture of me. And my wife took wonderful pictures of me in, an, in these aprons modeling them. Just the apron, though, right? No, not yeah, just the apron. Yeah, it was just the apron. Jeans, long sleeve shirt, T-shirt on under it, that it is um, a sexual product. 
a woodworking well, apron. When it's on you, though. Well, uh, you know, it's sexy. <laughs> it's sexy. I guess I should be. You should be like, man, Facebook. That's anything awesome. I put on just becomes sexual. Thank you. Yeah. To anybody, it's an apron, regardless of preference or gender. It's an apron. But the sex there, appeal goes. But there's, up. there's a now there's a political barrier. But my point, well, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> So, I mean, that's what everybody's hating on Facebook. I may not for a particularly, uh, but it is still difficult, right, is, is my point. I'm good at this stuff. And as good as it as I am, great photo, great product, great marketing behind behind it. And Facebook just says, nah, nah, not today. I don't think so. We're going to make up a thing about this. Not today. Sell, like, if it would have been some site, which is the thing, CITES is what regulates animal, exotic animals. If it had been a sites violation, sure. Or a whatever, but like well, that's just a dyed wallet. Yeah. Or a if it actually been some technically it's a dead wallet. You know, a bondage equipment or whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's it's weirdly strange and how difficult it is. But there are still businesses out there that don't have a mechanism for their hours. Bankers, if you're truly service oriented, especially the around the commercial, just do your clients a solid and say. Hey, here's here's five things you could do. Sign up for Google Local. Make sure your hours are correct. Have a website. Uh, try to figure out some way to online contact and interact. Delivery to the door. I think the barrier of entry, again, there's some liability, but I would like to have seen a lot of restaurants and other businesses make their own courier services doing oh, yeah. this. Hey, shout you, out. You've got employees. You want to figure out a way to pay well, them. Sh- well, shout out to one of the you know, small business here. And what you talked about, every bank could do too. That's what's so funny but, about it. Yeah. Like the bank banks, we should be doing all this too. We do. Uh, but the other thing that makes me laugh is talk about, you know, like there's a food truck in town that's a decent little fandom of, of people that like it. Well, they text out to their text group. They put on Facebook and social media where they're going to be every day and what their special is. And they do it about 1030 every day. And so that's, a, you know, that's extreme local. It's someone that, I mean, lives in the place, owns, buys their food here, sources most of their food locally, and they're telling everyone where they are at what time and when they'll be there for how long, and that's that's their marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And they do it every, and it works for them. And they're not going to bring it to your house because they're a food truck. But you don't have to go very far to get it. And you know where they're going to be. So like, oh, I have a meeting across town at twelve today. I, I'll just swing by and pick up a, a, a plate lunch or whatever yeah. from. So there's ways around the barriers that I don't think a lot of small businesses realize when it's just ranting on Facebook that you should support local because Amazon's going to survive the pandemic and we might not. Totally agree. You need business, but make it easy for your consumer. If the government's saying you can't have more than 10 people in a building or inside somewhere, I might not be able to come inside your business, but can you get your product to me? So anyway, I think we've rambled for a while now. This is a good ramble, though. Good ramble. So, yeah, we'll see you. Lots of nuggets. We'll see you in um, two weeks. Yep. So... For the Marketing Money Podcast, I'm John Oxford. I'm Josh Mavis. Later.
and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.